Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am a CPA turned stylist, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and my love for coffee exceeds my love for high heels. Each week, you'll hear tips about how others confidently present themselves. This podcast is going to be your superpower for your life and career success. Let's dive in. My friends, welcome back. Welcome back to a new episode of Office Flip Flops. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so very grateful for you. So here's the thing. This is what's on my mind today. You know, there's this term floating around called the great resignation. And you can't see me, but I just did air quotes, right? And in my humble opinion, there's never been a better time to shift in this resignation. It is the best market that we've had in 40 years. And what I love and what people are doing is it's not about what I need to do, right? They're thinking about not what I need to do, but who do I want to be? And my next guest, Bob Batley, is an incredible, I should say, superhero in showing us the way. You know, he has a tremendous ability to lead teams, to bring people together that complement each other. And I met him around the beginning of the pandemic, and I knew instantly there was something very unique and different about him. Unique in that he always shows his true authentic self. And for that, I'm always grateful, right? We always want people to be truthful with us. And that starts with within, (laughs) with ourselves. So he has some great wisdom here. And we do refer to during this um, short interview, if you will, we refer to young leaders. But as I listen to his words of wisdom, it's for all leaders, in my opinion. It's for everyone who is listening today. And how can we be that person? All right, my friends, let's take a listen. Hey, hey, everybody. I have an incredible friend of mine here today. You know, this person is so great. It's really hard for me to summarize how incredibly good this person is. And he is super humble and he's not going to say it. So I'm going to just put it out there. But my friend, Bob Batley, by the way, you guys, quick commercial break. I mispronounced his name for two years. This is how good he is. And he didn't correct me until recently. So Mr. Bob Batley, please introduce yourself to the audience. Thanks very much, Francesca. It's great being here. And I can't wait to have a recording to show my mother if you're going to say these nice things about me. This will be great. Um, So my name is Bob Batley, and I am with Kofco Commercial Furniture. See, I, I know it's going to be pulling strings. And you're an incredible leader. You know, when Bob and I were teeing up what we wanted to cover in this episode, I thought of Bob's experience. You know, he served in the restaurant industry. He's an incredible uh, service person with Kafka. But Bob, you have an incredible leadership talent that I would love to unpack, kind of like we did recently in in a conversation that we had. Um, And you said something about trust. And that how that rides so true in all the teams that you hire, all the tre- teams that you inspire and grow, and everybody loves working with you. So give us some tips as we need this important part of workplace culture and how you've been able to give us some tips and how you've been able to maintain this greatness in this hybrid 
workplace. Well, well, thanks. Yeah, so I have really, um, and we'll talk about my career here in a second, but I, I've really sort of been passionate through my career just around teams and around synergy. So I started my life in the restaurant world where I opened and managed and ran a bunch of restaurants. Um, and that was really where I first fell in love with sort of the concept of teams. And there is, I am sure there are other more important teams in the world, but there are a few that have to work well together all the time, day in and day out, um, than, you know, a team at a restaurant that's got to put on a meal, you know. If right. you think your server is good, you got to make sure the glasses are clean and the dinners are cooked well. I mean, there's just so many people that touch your experience when you go out um, that you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Um, and so it, it really became clear when I was doing that, that it didn't matter your age or your skill or your education or your social economic place. If you knew how to be a good team member, you could really succeed. And, and that team sort of went, went into a synergy, which is, you know, the sum is greater than all the parts. Uh -huh. right? So I really got hooked around what does synergy mean and how can you really draw that out of a team and how, how do you hire for that? How do you keep those people? How do you, you know, foster that? And how do you grow it? Um, so from restaurants, I went into commercial construction. I had helped build some restaurants. And so it was a transition that sounds odd, but was working for me. Um, uh -huh. for a decade, I was in commercial construction. And again, teams become a huge piece of how do you construct a building? And how do you put it together? And how do you do that with people you work with once or twice in the world? Because sometimes you're working with some architects and you move to the next building and you never see those people again. And it's a new team. Right. Um, so in the construction world, it was fascinating to watch that too. And how do you hire the right people to, you know, sort of do those pieces? Um, and then recently for the last three or four years, I'm with uh, Kafka, And I literally went there, Francesca, because of the people that were there. I, I knew mm. they were centered. I knew that they were, it almost didn't matter what they did. It mattered how they did it. Um, and I was just so impressed. I'd known them for years. And I was like, I have got to get onto their team and figure out how I can and do their thing. So yeah, so so I've spent years doing that. And I've spent years sort of thinking about and making every mistake there is as a leader. So if you're a new leader listening to Francesca, stay with her. You're going to get lots of great tips. Oh. Um, but you are, you know, but give yourself permission and forgive yourself now. You're going to screw it up, you know, more than you get it right some days. And certainly I have scars to prove that. Um, and I, I was telling one of my teammates that works for me today that I was going to be talking to you. And he okay. just laughs and goes, I can't wait to hear this. So he, so <laughs> you'll have, a, you'll have at least one listener and we'll see how true I am. But, uh, but well, yeah, so, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's all great. So you mentioned something you know, you, you get to hire people. So, and it's really hard when you initially hire someone, how, how, how do we test trust? And if, where are the qualities, Bob, that like stick out or that you look for that could help build a synergist, synergistic team for you and everybody else for that yeah. matter? Yeah. And so for me, yeah. So if you're looking for a synergy te a team that really can do more than, you know, the sum of their parts, uh -huh. it is about trust, right? So you have to find people that will trust each other. Um, and part of that is a trust where, Francesca, you're better at me in certain things. And so I need to let that go, right? I'm not going to be the, even if I'm the leader, I'm not going to be the smartest person in the room. As you've heard before, if you're the smartest person in the room, get a new room, right? Like, it's, yeah. you know, like, and so you have to really trust 
that others are going to do their job and do it well, and you're going to reward that, and you're going to foster that. But you're right. As you're interviewing for that, I have tried, you know, and again, I have lots and lots of experience of this. Um, and, you know, again, messed it up as many times as I made it. Um, but I think there's a couple things you look for. And, and, you know, I'll go back to my mom saying when I was little where she said, you know, two ears, one mouth. Now, she probably mm. said that because we had a lot of boys in the house and she, you know, there was a lot of noise happening. But yeah, um, but I, I, it almost doesn't matter the questions you ask. It matters what you're listening for. So, oh. you know, so, yeah, so I tend to ask a lot of questions like, tell me about your biggest accomplishment. Tell me what it's like to be in a team that you've, you know, your favorite team you've worked, played with. Tell me when something's gone bad. And you will hear immediately how they view what they are and what they're doing. So uh -huh. you will hear like, if it's a successful story, it'll be the me, me, me show. And you're like, oh gosh, this is probably a bad fit, right? There's probably great places they could go and be great. Probably hmm. not. If you hear them go, I was doing this with this group of people and you should have seen how we pulled in Francesca and this person and we went together and we delivered something. You know, so you're listening for those kinds of things. Same thing, the, the better, the question that seems to always work to pull it out is, Tell me sometimes, tell me sometime when you failed at something and had that go. And if they immediately oh. start blaming other people, you're like, okay, that's fine. And that works in some industries, probably not going to work on my team. Um, and it's not that other people don't make mistakes, but how do you own it? And how do you take responsibility? And if you are a true team, how do you have each other's back? And how do you handle those things? I love that. Those are, those are great tips. And you're absolutely right, because that will come out. And it is the trust factor and it's trusting in others and then trusting in yourself, right? Because you brought out something good. You need to know what you're good at right. and need to know what you're not so good at. Right. Yeah. So oh, it's that, so true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so true. And, and you know, a couple of people that have been on my teams um, before between Derek Sahagian and Laura McLean, I think they've been on mm -hmm. these shows. Um, mm -hmm. And certainly the ones now I am really good at sort of seeing big picture, seeing relationships and sort of playing chess two or three moves ahead. That is what I'm really good at. I am awful at details. Yeah. I am terrible at details. And anyone that's ever worked for me will say that to me. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm covering for Bob because he's got, you know, he put down something wrong or he spelled something wrong or he, you know, there's something wrong in a proposal right. or something like that. And so I almost always hire detail oriented people because I know it's my weakness. It's my kryptonite. And I can be big picture all day long. And if we don't have the backups, you know, superstars make that happen. So in today's world, I work for Kafka. We do what's called demountable partitions. We have designers that do that. And she's very exact and she is awesome. You know, she does that. I also have a project manager who has to make it happen in the field. And he's thinking about every little detail going on. Why I'm right. thinking about the relationship and how do we message that? How do we know? How do we not make a mistake before it happens? And how do we do those things? And so we all sort of fill each other's gaps. Um, and that's, you know, and, and once you save each other once in a while, all of a sudden yep. that is where the synergy comes. I love that. I love, you know, right. So as we grow into our teams, we need to know who we are and, you know, and, and complement each other, right? And owning exactly what, how you just said it, Bob, you know, I'm not good at detail. You own that. So yeah, of course, what a great question in an interview or just any, in any place, if you see somebody pointing the finger and not, you know, owning like, yeah, you know what? I totally messed up. And you've said it a couple of times. I've messed up a lot in my career and I've said, you know, it's 
our lives are too short to to learn all the mistakes. So let's learn from each other. Let's learn from ourselves, and then you know we build a great, um, a, a tremendous team. So that's just great advice. Another thing that uh, you brought up, and that I'm quoting as part of the promotion. I love this uh, Teddy Roosevelt quote. I don't yeah. care what you know until I know that you care. Right. right? Tell me right. a little bit how that resonates with you. So, yeah, so I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan for oddball reasons, um, but it was, he always had these great quotes and said certain things that I've stuck with me. And that's always meant something to me. I, there is so much you can teach and there's so much you can learn on Google and there's so many experts and consultants out there. You don't have to know everything. What you have to be able to do is care about something deeply and passionately. Um, and so again, if you're looking for a career, some days you get to make that choice and sometime in your career, you'll get to make those choices. And I would tell you to run towards your passion because that's what you're going to care about. And as soon as you do that, the rest will follow. You know, I ran restaurants for 22 years and I worked mm -hmm. nights and weekends and I was working 80, 90 hours a week and I loved every second of it. It was awesome. So, yep, you've, you've been in the restaurant business and and that is some hard work, but you're right. When you're doing something that you truly love and you're passionate about, you don't feel the time or the pain. Just, just as working on this podcast for me, right? I was describing right. the different elements that I look to to build each episode. And a good friend of mine said, that sounds like a job. It sounds like so much work. And I'm like, it doesn't feel it. It yeah. just doesn't. So that's exactly what we're saying here in, you know, guiding and leading others. And as I mentioned in the beginning of this interview, folks, Bob is very humble. And we have, um, we've met through a, a networking group and we have such a special group there because we literally have built a program to support young leaders. And it was Bob's brainchild, right? This is how generous and supportive you are. And I get to participate in it and it's amazing. It's amazing. So um, it was just such an honor just bringing all of these pieces together with your thought. And like, yes, you're, you're thinking two thoughts at two paces ahead and we're taking care of our young leaders. And it's just it's pretty cool how generous well, you yeah, are. Well, I get energy from that. That's where I get my energy from. Yeah. Right? You, you see some, I mean, you've, you have really run that thing and watching those 10 young leaders last year come through our program, you know, it gives me great confidence in what's going to happen in the future. You know, yep. where we have made a mess of things. I have great confidence that that, you know, that next generation is going to do some serious fixing. And I'm sure they'll bumble some things along the way too, but they will. Right. Yeah, but they are, it's an amazing group from, you know, all kinds yep. of talents and energy. It speaks to your philanthropy and your care. Um, so I'm going to flip the switch a little bit and I'm going to, I'm going to put a different kind of questions out, qu question out there because it goes along with the theme uh, of who I am and what I do here. So in, in your work and what you do, Bob, do you have a favorite item of clothing or an accessory and how does it make you feel? Like when you put some, this mm. item on, what is it and how does it make you feel? So first answer, top of my head, and I think this is the right answer. I should pull them off my feet and show you. I have a pair of loafers that I've had probably for 20 years. Let me, let me, get, let me, let me. so here they are. It's going to be really hard to tell, but you can tell they are totally destroyed. They yeah. are very, very nice Italian loafers. Are they Gucci? They are, no, it's a Cole Haan. It's an Italian loafer. Um, and they just fit my feet right. I feel like a superstar in them. 
and the, the funny part is they don't look that good anymore. I, I have taken them to different shoe people and they right. have said, I have put on, supposedly I have put on the last sole and the last heel on them that I ever am allowed to. But, um, but when I wear them, I feel like I just have some confidence in me that I am sort of out there and making sure I'm, you know, sort of walking the walk is sort of what I do with them. So, um, so I would say my loafers are my, is sort of my superpower. I love that, right? Our shoes can have the power to transport us to all of these great places that we've taken them, right? Yeah. So how that is super, super cool. So if we were to pull out one piece of advice for our young leaders, what would you suggest, my friend? Other than what we've just said, what else could we impart before we conclude here today? Yeah, I, th I think one thing I would say that I haven't said, so let, let's do it that way, that sort of wraps it up is, there's, there's a scarcity mentality versus an abundance mentality, right? People either believe there's a set pie and I'm going to get as much of that pie as I can, or there's lots of pies and, you know, you get to eat lots of it. I just think, you know, if I could, you know, if any, no young people want to hear about all my mistakes and my experience, but I would tell you this life is about abundancy and there is lots out there and there are lots of choices. And if you ever find yourself in that sort of rat trap of here's the pie and I must get the biggest piece, redefine the pie, because I am telling you there is more out there. Um, and if you ever need that help or you want to talk about it, you know, Francesca is a great one, but I'm certainly open to and we'd love to, you know, talk yourself out of that box, because I think that's a box that really limits your ability and your thinking and, and it certainly crushes synergy. So, that is thing. so perfect. Wow. That is has got to be one of the top three takeaways of all the three takeaways that I impart on each yeah. episode, because I I hear that and it says to me, there's there's enough out there for everybody, right? Yeah. You know how sometimes people fight and they're too competitive or that's my client or whatever, right? What I just heard you say in the most eloquent way is redefine the pot. There's and the scarcity and the abundance, that's exactly what I've been studying as far as sometimes we grow up and there's a sense of lack, but there's so much to right. offer. Wow, my friend. Wow. I'm clapping my hands because that that was stupendous. So because you're so awesome, let's make available to the people. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, Bob, um, and talk with you further, um, personally or professionally, what's the best place for them to find you? Yeah, I think I think the best place is LinkedIn. I, I'm there all the time and I'm, I'm sort of monitoring and I certainly put stuff out around my industry and teams and those kinds of things. So okay. either follow me, I'm happy to follow anyone. And again, do not hesitate to reach out. If you're a friend of Francesca's, you're a friend of mine and so, you know, I can always make time. So um, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Thank you so much, Bob. This is was such a pleasure. I cannot really wait to release it so you can tell everybody in the office to listen up because you have such great advice. <laughs> wait for your comment. We'll see how it goes. So. Thank you, my friend. Have an awesome Thank afternoon. You. Good to see you. Good, Great to see you. Wasn't Bob great? You know, I could listen to him all day. In fact, we've had extended conversations. And for that, I consider myself quite fortunate in working together with him in that young leader program that we built in our networking Zoom and so many gems of advice that he shares with us. And here are my top three. Number one, when building synergistic teams, find people who will trust each other, including themselves, right? That is so important as we talked about knowing where your strengths and weaknesses are, right? 
Which leads me to number two, knowing what you're good at and not good at goes a very long way in building an incredible team. This understanding helps you build the teams that complement each other, right? Bob shared with us his restaurant experience and how important it is in the restaurant business to work together to create that experience that we get to have. And number three, and I have to share this with you, and I did say it during the interview, this is probably one of my top three of all top threes of all the episodes. Life is about abundance, not scarcity. There's a lot out there. And there are lots of choices. And if you ever find yourself thinking that you must get that one piece, you need to redefine that pie. You need to redefine that piece of the pie, my friends. I just love that. And my bonus takeaway is kind of a challenge and not something that you have to um, share, but perhaps reflect on. How big is your pie? How big is your pie, my friends? And let's think about this. There's enough for everybody. Okay, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please take a second right now and subscribe and share this with your friends too. And while you're there, leave a review with your biggest takeaway today. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning, and you don't want to miss it. Okay, my friends, embrace your superpower and wrap yourself in something that shows your confidence. I'll see you next time.